Yo, what's happening, guys? Welcome to another episode of Chris Talk. This week, I talk about, well, I have a discussion about the Oscar, the Academy Awards, why I don't think Green Book should have won, and why I think Black Panther should have never won, or been nominated for at least Best Picture. And let's just get into it. Here's a word from our sponsors. Okay, so that's like, um, so there's a Netflix movie called To the Bone, and it's about a girl who has anorexia, and basically she's dying, and her parents are like, this is the last chance you have, you go to, like, this facility, or whatever. Like, me personally, I, like, do not agree with it, but I can connect with it, because, like, that sense of, like, depression and anxiety of, like, what would push, like, because the entire time, like, she's completely depressed, and she's completely anxious because of, like, she has body dysmorphia disorder, so I can, I can't agree to, like, oh, I'm gonna just completely stop eating and become, like, super, like, calorie dictionary, but I can connect with that mm-hmm. because of that sense of, like, pain that she is in, and she's also, like, super creative in it, so, like, she basically becomes also super depressed so i'm like giving away the entire movie it's but fine. she also becomes super depressed because um she basically had art pages on tumblr and it basically basically chronicled her um anorexia so she was like take drawing self portraits of herself and one girl who watched it idolized her and basically ended up killing herself yeah so then she became more depressed because of that so like me as an artist like i could connect with that like i mm-hmm. and that's why i think like as an artist sometimes like when i create i don't always post everything because i know like the feeling behind it and how that could affect someone else so like i don't agree that she had like this public tumbler but i could connect to that so okay. that's why i'm saying like you can't you don't necessarily agree with killmonger but you connect to him because he's some he's like a kid from the hood who basically realized what was going around him he didn't agree with and this is how he felt like he could change it you see what I'm saying yeah so that's why okay I just don't think like that movie like it, it deserves every nomination mm-hmm. and like I told you earlier it I don't feel like it deserves the award because mm-hmm. of the simple fact like it, it's following a formula mm-hmm. like if it wasn't following the formula I would think it would be a better movie. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I I, I don't want to say that. But it's just like, show me something different. Mm-hmm. Show Like, I, I literally told you the script and like, the only movie who technically didn't follow that was Infinity War. Yeah. And my whole thing is just, don't, like, the movie wasn't bad. So like, Infinity War didn't follow, but kind of did. Because if you think about it, the very end of it, all the original Avengers, they lost none of those. So you still have the Hulk, you still have Black Widow, you still have Captain America, you still have Tony Stark. Like, yes, you lost Spider-Man, but if you think about it, Spider-Man hasn't been with the Avengers from the very beginning. Correct. So at like, least in the MCU. Yeah, at le- least in the MCU. So, like, that part of it followed that... That like, formula. That, yeah, that formula. But, at, like, again, at the end, everybody thought the heroes were going to win, and it was Thanos who won. Yes. So it... It didn't follow... Like, it followed the formula to a T and then changed the ending. Yes. And, like, I'm not saying, again, Infinity War is a better movie than Black Panther, but You're it was different. was that different twist on it. So, I just wanted a different twist. Like, oh, okay, like, you, you could have ended with Killmonger, but, like, maybe you could have gave me a scene at the very end, like, the post-credits, where uh, 
Killmonger actually kidnapped Bucky or something, or like some big mm-hmm. twist. I don't, I don't know, but like I wanted something a little different. I'm not saying like Black Panther again. It was just it followed the formula, mm-hmm. and I, I wouldn't want a no, oh, I wouldn't want that movie to win because it followed the formula. Yeah. Like I, again, I don't know what went into the movie, what into the directing, but it was just like okay, here's the superhero formula now. Again, like, do whatever you want. Like... I think most people realistically could agree. Politically, that's why it won. Mm-hmm. Because you have, like, a, you have a primary black cast, um, and then the white cast are supporting cast members, and they're not super top-built. It's not like it's a Leonardo DiCaprio. It's not like it's a Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Who are those supporting white cast members? Mm-hmm. So, like, versus, like, 12 Years a Slave was groundbreaking, was a trailblazer. But if you look at the supporting white cast versus the supporting white cast That's... to Black Panther, compl- two completely different lists. Okay. And if you think about, for Black Panther, the top-built cast were the black actors, was Forrest Whitaker was Angela Bassett. And even Sterling Brown, he's coming off the momentum of being on This Is Us. Mm-hmm. And then you have, everyone knows Michael B. Jordan from, from Creed, from Creed, from The Wire. Like, people know him from that. Also, Fantastic Four, that bombs. Mm-hmm. But, like, he is a recognizable, black safe actor. black face. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, and then you have, like, the supporting white cast was the guy from... Um, he was in not Doctor Who. He was in Sherlock. Mm-hmm. He plays Watson in that, and I don't know who the other, who, where the other guy's from. I know okay. he's been in stuff, but like I can't tell you any of his right big films or like acting. But do gigs. you like again? Do you think that movie should win over other movies for best film? No, but I feel like when it comes to art design and wardrobe, that's where I feel like it should win, and I believe it won for what. Um, wardrobe, right? I'm not too sure. Or art design, something like that. It, it won for something in that realm, like the aesthetic realm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, oh, that's good. That like that, that it, w- did, yeah. it did. It had great. It did have great wardrobe design. Like mm-hmm. like the part when they're going for the Black Panther ceremony, you can distinctly see the different tribes, and I like that aesthetically was very pleasing. And you could see like, oh, that's like. Um, like a, I guess like, how would you say it? What? Like an icon for that tribe because they okay. all had things that were that were different. That, that yes. was actually in real life. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say this. I I don't agree that Green Book should have won. I don't know the exact movies, the other ones that were nominated. Mm-hmm. But like, let's say between Green Book and Black Panther, Black Panther, I don't think either of them should have won. Because like if. Again, like, I just, like, I never heard of Green Book until, like, this, never heard of it. I literally watched the trailer today, and I was just like... I actually wanted to see it, but I was like, I don't know if I'm emotional ready. (laughs) I was just like, okay, this movie makes it, like, uh, we had this conversation previously. This movie's about, like, whitewash, like white people are going to save you. Like, they're always the mm-hmm. hero, the protagonist, the main character. So it's just like, okay, why is this movie being nominated? And I'm just like, no. Nah. And, like, I don't think, like, after me watching the trailer, I don't, like, again, like, we had this, we just had this yeah. conversation. That movie's probably aesthetically pleasing, filmmaker-wise. Right. But I'm just like, 
no, I wouldn't pay money to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. And that's just my thing. Like, between those two movies, I don't think either of them should have won. Green Book was technically the white protagonist who's saving everyone. And then everyone. Black Panther is like, hey, here's a political move. Or like, not, a, I wouldn't say a political move, but here's like a movie. A trailblazer. Right. It, it's a political thing. And it's like, oh, you're all black. You're all this. And like, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. Like, again, I don't. I hope nobody takes this the wrong way. But you're following the superhero formula. And I'm just like, I can't give it to you because you didn't do anything different for that. True. They didn't do anything different. What? I'm like reading who the nominees were. So it was Green so, Book. Yeah, read it out. Read Bohemian it out. Rhapsody, which... Okay, I get it. I get why, like, they would be nominated. Like, I don't even know what that movie is. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. <laughs> Continue. Uh, <laughs> what are the other movies? Um, it like show me half a list, half a not. But so Bohemian Rhapsody is about Freddie Mercury, and I get it. Like he he again was a trailblazer in rock. He was HIV positive. He was gay. I get why you was he the one who was like I'm the gay Tupac, or is that Empire stuff? I'm assuming that's Empire stuff. Okay. Empire so, stuff. totally irrelevant. Cool. So, I think... The, yeah, and then The Favorite? I don't even know... I who What is that? I don't even See? Know. I, I literally do not know any of those movies. Oh, it's that Emma Stone movie. Oh, I don't know that one. I mean, the I've, only movie, I've seen it in passing, the but... The only like, movie that I haven't watched that I want to watch that won an award for... Uh, what is that? Black Clansman. Yep. That's the only movie I want to watch. And I didn't watch it, and I'm just like... Yeah. But I'm just like, why? What? Why are some of these movies even nominated? Like, I just don't understand. I mean, I don't. How do the Oscars work? Do they work on stats? No, I don't think so. Like, <laughs> I, uh... and that's another thing. Like, do do? I mean. Yo, if y'all listen to my last podcast, oh do awards <laughs> validate your work? And I think Drake said this. He said this like, it doesn't matter like who wins the award at the end of the day. All that matters is pretty much the people who come out to see you. So if people came out to watch Black Panther, people came out and watched mm-hmm. Black Panther. And there's nothing like there's nothing I can say that can change someone's opinion about that great movie. But what I'm saying, what I am saying is, is, like, as a director or, like, a person who tries to make movies, is the, is that really, like, the great greatest movie that we've ever seen? No. Is that, like, oh, my God, Black Panther changed my life type of movie? So... And I'm not saying that, like, again, like... No, I'm not saying, like, oh... It's like one of those things. Like I think it also comes down to representation. So you Correct. think about we're we're in our late twenties, right? So like we're at the point of, I know for me personally, it's like okay if I see someone who represents what I look like and who I am, great. But I'm secure myself to like secure secure within myself to know like if I'm represented or if I'm not represented, that doesn't invalidate who I am. Mm-hmm. But you have to think about like these preteens and like these young kids who are not used to seeing themselves on the big screen seeing people who look like them okay. and I think that's where it can be life changing 
Okay. Just like, you know, when they remade the Ghostbusters and it kind of bombed. But think about, like, all the little girls who, like, always tell, like, science is for boys. Like, the stuff is for boys. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, it's not. Like, look, look, I, I'm there. Like, it's not me. But there's a girl who's into science and she's into ghosts and she's into, like, really weird stuff that's typically little boys are into. Yeah. So I think that's where it could be life-changing. Not maybe for adults, because we see things differently, but, like, for kid, for, like, children, for preteens, for even teenagers, even people in their early 20s, you know? Mm-hmm. So things like that. But, again, like, I, like this is going to sound crazy. Like, I know the Oscars are bullshit, and, like, a lot mm-hmm. of the awards are bullshit, but it's just, like, what I want from, like, a great... Like, I'm not saying, again, Black Panther is a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It's just, like... I want it to be more than just, like, here's a formula. Like, I want it to be, like, how do I explain it? Hey, this isn't a, like, or I guess I'm putting it Black Panther in a category that it's not. I just want an original. Like, I mean, maybe I'm trying to say best film mm-hmm. is the best original, or maybe I'm I'm confusing but will them. Will you ever but, have, like, a film that's super, super but there original? Are, there are films that are super original that are based on true stories. Like, uh, what is it? Kill Bill, I think in, like, I forgot what year. But Kill Bill won uh, original screenplay. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, I've never seen a movie like Kill Bill but before. if you watched another Trin- 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 Tarantino film, you'd see you would Kill know Bill. that. Yes, yeah, of course. So, so like, like if you, if you, but if you're, you're taking, all right. So, like, so, put it like this, put it like this. He took his formula and he was like. Made it mainstream? Yeah, he pretty much said, I'm going to keep making my formula, keep making my movie and being mm-hmm. passionate about the way how I want to make my movie and make it my way. But do you believe, like, but then people could always argue, like, do you believe Kill Bill's, like, the best Tarantino film out there? I haven't watched a lot of Tarantino films, but Kill Bill, to me, is mm-hmm. one of the most well-known, and I like Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. So, to me, Kill Bill is, like, the best, because that's all I know. Mm-hmm. And my, I, I, this is gonna sound crazy, but... If you if you give Black Panther an award, is it really to the director of Black Panther or the person who came up with the idea of Black Panther, who already made the formula for it? Because I'm assuming Kill Bill was a Tarantino original and he wrote it himself. Mm-hmm. And Black Panther wasn't technically written, isn't an adaptation of the mm-hmm. comic book, and it's based off of the comic book. And he made it into his own way, but it's still a formula that was already pre-made. Mm-hmm. And again, maybe I'm confusing it because I'm confusing best film with best original screenplay. And maybe the category that I should start looking at is best original screenplay instead of best film. But between the green, green, whatever. The green book. Yeah. And Black Panther is just like racism. And then <laughs> black community. <laughs> if that, if like. That doesn't sound Sometimes in black community, up. they're one and the same. Right. But, like, again, like, is this political movie or politically racist movie that's always won an award? Mm-hmm. And, like, I get it. Like, okay, Black Panther should have won the award because of what it's done mm-hmm. and what it is doing. But I'm just like, you just didn't do it for me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> And that's that's my thing about it. Like, it's just you you didn't get there. Mm-hmm. 
You didn't do anything that's different. I think sometimes that's hard with adaptations because you already know the outcome. You already know the formula. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to shock someone with, like, you're going in there watching a comic movie. Kind of know the outcome. So it's like, how can you shock me? Or how, how can, can you, you change? Please, how can or, you make this more interesting? Yeah. Like, give you a perfect example. When I watched Training Day... I was just like, oh, this is actually, like, a real cop thing. Like, corrupt cops. Mm -hmm. Everything. And then, like, I kind of knew Denzel was being a corrupt cop already. Mm -hmm. But, like, that scene when he's in the hood and then he's just like, you can't take me. You can't kill me. I run this movie. And, like, that (laughs) scene, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, this is insane. And then when, like, the white guy leaves, I'm just Mm -hmm. like, Yo, this is even though the white guy you can say is like the lead actor or the second actor, yeah. like I still felt like Denzel did like such a fantastic job, or mm-hmm. like the director decided to do something like fantastic with him, and I didn't feel like oh the white guy is taking the lead role or anything. Yeah. I felt like that was Denzel's movie no matter what. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like with stuff like that, it's like if I feel like if you're a good actor. In part of being sometimes part of being a good actor is being a chameleon, being able to make the audience believe you are who you say you are. Okay. Just the same as you can have a good actor with a horrible script, and it could be like the dialogue's off, so no one's ever going to believe that. Mm-hmm. So it's like things like that. So I feel like for a lot of people, I feel like that was the role for Den- for a lot of the audience that that was a Denzel role that people were like, oh my god, like he because people you see Denzel. T- the good guy typically like Correct. down on his luck and somehow he makes her like he played Malcolm X like mm-hmm. you know so those are what they're typically used to seeing mm-hmm. just like um when I saw Wanted for the first time I'm used to Morgan Freeman being like the grandfather that everyone always loves and he turned out to be the bad guy and I was like are you fucking kidding me mm-hmm. it was like I mean Wanted wasn't the best movie but like i enjoyed it for that simple fact what i thought was gonna happen didn't happen okay you see what i'm saying like and i think a lot of times like want to get overlooked because it's just like oh it's just an action movie they're just shooting people commons in it mm. right. <laughs> you see what i'm saying like mm-hmm. things like that if that makes that. any sense no i get that I but totally then you have that. adaptations where it's like this is a completely different movie then what the... You said this is an adaptation of what? Because, like, no. again, like, we, we <laughs> talked about this. Killmonger is, mm-hmm. uh... He's not really a relevant character mm-hmm. in the Black yeah. Panther comics. And it's like, okay, you made this relevant character... Irrelevant character into a very relevant character. You did a fantastic job with that. With whatever you wrote, whatever you decided, you did a fantastic job. Like, everything towards the movie was fantastic. Like... Okay, you started uh, a civil war with Finn Wakanda where everybody's fighting because mm-hmm. this guy took over the throne. And technically, it's like, oh, this side wants to take over this side because they think he's, he doesn't belong on the crown even though he defeated the guy in, mm-hmm. in the battle. So it's like, you did everything you did was right. But you were kind of handed, like, here, like you. I'm not saying you don't deserve it, but you were handed a formula. Like, it's like telling someone... Here, make a movie. This is how I want you to... This is the beginning. This is the middle. This is the end. You do whatever you want with it. And again, like, he he did really good with it because of the simple fact, like, you you caused the own civil war within the own country. But my whole plot hole... My whole problem is when T'Challa 
supposedly died and then came back to life and then he went to fight Killmonger is like how did you get better at fighting your father didn't guide you we didn't get any scenes about your father being guided so it's like when did you get better at fighting and all of a sudden you can beat Killmonger when he's had years of training and years of fighting this is true and I'm just like, okay, if you had years of fighting, okay, maybe the first fight, Killmonger got lucky. Clearly, the second fight, Killmonger was still putting up a good fight. And all of a sudden, you just figured this one thing out and you were able to defeat him. Maybe because T'Challa stopped fighting emotionally and started fighting logically. I'm not trying to hear that. I'm not trying to hear wow. that. The movie, well, the movie technically did explain that too. But I'm not trying to hear it. There's no point. Nah, I'm not trying to hear it. Because that's just, that's just wild. Like, how you don't even show, like, my guy didn't even get trained. My guy just said, spoke to his dad, spoke his Well, piece. you think, well, and you also think it's a comic movie, it's an action movie. They usually don't have typically longer long run times. True. So it's like it's almost like directors and producers make the decision for the audience. It's like we don't feel like this intelligent dialogue will appeal to you, so we're gonna just go fight, 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 hitting, hitting. The end. True. Again, I just feel like certain movies like that, like. It's not about it being a bad movie. I'm not saying it's a. I, I just. I just want to make that clear. It's not a bad, it's movie. a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It's just like. You you, you you shouldn't be in that category. Like, and I just feel that way about it. It's just like. <sighs> so are you saying the only people who should be in for best films should be like heart wrenching? Movies? Not just heart-wrenching movies, but, like, let me see. Let me give you a better example. If you put The Remnants versus Wanted, which one it has a better story? To me, they're both, like, eh. They're both, eh. Eh. Yeah. I, I enjoy... I, 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 I didn't... I definitely did not enjoy Wanted or watch Wanted for the storytelling of it all. I was like, oh, this looks like a really good action movie. There's some type of underlining plot, but like... See, but like the thing about it to me, I don't know, like again, only thing, I, I watched The Remnants, the on, the best scene in that movie is when he's being attacked by the bear. That's the only reason, because that movie, like I feel like that captured such a great moment. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's fake, I don't know if it's real... Like, I know it's not real because it, he didn't have the actual bear attacking him. I was like, but I'm just ah. like, like, it just feels like, yo, that's a genuine thing that would happen when, like, you get attacked by a bear. And then, like, if you try to crawl away, the bear's going to notice you. And then you're going to, like, everything that happened, like, I just feel like it genuinely would happen. And, like, I'm not trying to say, like, I connected to that. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, <laughs> you captured a moment in film that right. made me think was it was real. Huh? Say raccoons from the hood are your, are your uh, bears. My bears. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, well, just... I mean, I oh, and wanted and remnants are two different things. Remnants is kind of like a period piece slash action, and wanted is literally just like, hey, you want to see some people shoot guns run on top of a train? That's this is you. This so, is for you. Let me give you another example. Would you compare Titanic to Wanted? No, definitely not. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like. 
I'm I'm not giving Green Book the award, but why are we comparing Black Panther to Green Book? Because it can't be said so. And I'm just like it can't be started that argument. I that yeah. But again, do So do you feel like as a whole, like maybe the Academy should have it in like themed almost like best picture for comedy best like I mean I, they pretty much do that all already and then it's like mm-hmm. overall what's the best picture and that's what in my head I'm like what goes into the best picture because you already basically give give everyone their awards within their cat like but, themes and categories and mm-hmm. types of films so it's like bet what is best picture is but, it like like again like here's we had this conversation a little earlier Mm -hmm. about you can't really give an opinion about a specific thing like that's creative yeah so i feel like if you put black panther in the category of like action Mm -hmm. i would say black panther was the best action movie Mm -hmm. and i can't say like best picture but if you give me a category of what this is in yeah i can say this movie is the best movie Mm -hmm. because of this this and this and this is what they did yeah, and that's why not, not that best picture or like best film is problematic, but I feel like it'll never be like a commonplace ingredient mm-hmm. because of the simple fact like what you look for in the film may be completely different what I look in, for in the True. film, and I'm because co- I like a bunch of different films like we've already talked about this like I like sometimes action of just like a Mission Impossible oh you're gonna jump out off of this thirty floor like story building and survive okay i will go with it because i know like this is this is what i'm here for i'm here for the guns i'm here for like action action non-stop but then i also write watch stuff like fight club which is like it's like oh what's gonna happen next who's tyler durden is he tyler durden does marla actually even fucking exist like mm-hmm. things like that or you know things like inception did he really make it back home is this all a dream will we ever see the spindle stop spinning <laughs> like <laughs> so like that's what i'm saying like and you have some people who are strictly like i do not watch action because i feel like they are brain numbing okay cool sometimes i like my brain numb like whatever true you know and there's nothing wrong with liking that mm-hmm. but if you, if again, I'm, I sound like I sound rhetorical. I'm saying the same things. If you were to tell me, hey, out of all the superhero movies, did you watch which one did you enjoy the most? Black Panther. Good. Out of all the action movies you watch, which one did you enjoy the most? Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Good. Out of, I feel like I'm putting Best Picture in like a category mm-hmm. that it shouldn't be, and I just feel like I can't tell you what Best Picture is because. That and that that that's what my whole thing is. I'm like, how can we decide what best picture is? Because like, you have a period piece going against action movie, going against something that's supposed to bring out the empathy in everyone and make people look at the world. Like those are completely different things, mm-hmm. and they serve completely different reasons to being made. You know. Yeah. So, like, do I, I don't think Black Panther was solely made because, like, oh, it's action, da, da Like I said, it was also made for representation because there hasn't been a lot of representation where you're like, oh, the main cast is black. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> like, you know. So, there hasn't been a whole lot of that. So, it wasn't just made because, oh, you know, it's a great comic book piece and, like, the MCU is just, like, we're expanding everywhere and, like, we're just going to show you that we can do no wrong and fuck DCU. <laughs> like, right. you know. But 
that's why I'm saying best picture is just so hard to be like, mm, like, like what's the best movie that came out this year? Because even if someone asked me what's your favorite movie, I would have to sit there and think, like, okay, well, I really like this movie, I really like this movie, but I like them for all different reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, even with a come down to someone's like, oh, best, what is your favorite, and what do you believe is the best horror movie? I would even have a hard time with that because. I like paranormal horror. I like gore horror. I like thriller. Like, I could probably pick you one from, like, each one of those subcategories of a category. Mm-hmm. But, like, even then, I would still come down to, like, well, you know, I like the Saw movies for this reason. I would be like, well, I don't really like the end, like, the last few Saw movies, but the first Saw movies, I felt like I had never seen that done before. The entire time, the serial killer, he's, yeah. he's in there with them. Yeah. And just like the first time I saw Sansa Limbs, I was like, oh my God, like, are you serious? So, like, things like that. And just like sometimes people, like, if you think horror, somebody be like, a lot of people be like, The Exorcist is the best horror movie ever. I don't think so. I like, and I don't I think like Insidious. So. Yeah, so, I don't think so, but it's so older people may be like, because our generationally like we're used to seeing like really good effects everything like that good storytelling mm-hmm. well the exorcist is good because it did very, a lot with limited technology correct and then you have things like insidious which did a lot with all the technology they could possibly but, get mm-hmm. their hands on and not only that for like for me insidious like you know you talk about lucid dreaming and lucid dreaming is like something very, actually like is very real and that's like, a very like a Ooh, like night terror, like sits in and, yeah. and made for me. That's why Insidious, I like Insidious more because like I've had night terror, so like I could connect to that panic of, oh, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, like and sometimes that's what excites people because like you connect to something that's like so visceral and so like panic inducing, but it's like I know I'm not there, so I can enjoy it, you know. Like I'm not saying again, The Exorcist isn't isn't a bad movie, and I'm not trying to limit it to its time, but. It, it is a great movie. Yeah. It's just, maybe I was expect like, it wasn't that I was expecting. I just, I just wanted more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I wasn't, like, as connected. And, like, that that's me being biased again. Mm-hmm. But if I compare, like, The Exorcist to Insidious, I would go with Insidious. Mm-hmm. But if you talk to anybody who's, like, a film creator yeah. or, like, a film director, they will tell you The Exorcist is one of the greatest horror movies yeah. of all times. And I, I'm not disagreeing with that, but I'd rather... I enjoyed Insidious better mm-hmm. than Exorcist. Mm-hmm. If that... Yeah, because, like, Exorcist, I feel like, is great. Like, if you think about... It tells a good story. It's pretty... It's, like, really cohesive. And, like, the special effects that they had their hands on seemed so realistic because literally it was, like, this is limited stuff that you have. Mm-hmm. Do with it what you will. <laughs> you know? But I also look at, like, the fact of, like, if I was 17 in, like, what, 1976 it came out, yeah. I'd probably be scared shitless by that movie. I was actually scared shitless when I saw it. Really? The Exorcist? Yes. <laughs> I didn't even finish the whole movie. <gasps> So like, how can you say it's not it's not better than C's if you haven't finished the whole movie? Because I've seen um well not documentaries but like filmmakers mm-hmm. talk about the mm-hmm. movie and I've seen a lot of highlights mm-hmm. about yeah. the movie so I can see why the movie's great. Yeah. The last scene that I've ever watched was when she starts walking down, down the, the stairs, stairs backwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, nope, I'm done. She's throwing up. I'm good. I'm I'm done for the night. Good night. <laughs> but you made it all the way through Insidious. Yeah. See, for me, like I said, I think because I've experienced night terrors, for me, Insidious is hard for me to sit through. 
Like, I can watch The Exorcist, like, beginning to end. The only time, like, for me, I just kind of get a little bit bored with it, like I said. Mm-hmm. Like, Insidious is kind of has more jump scares, and, like, and I, get... I like jump scares in the movie. Yeah. Like, not too much where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm having <laughs> these heart palpitations. Yeah. But enough to, like, to keep me on my toes. And I feel like Insidious really did that. Like, you can... Like, the part, the one that I always think back to is when they're sitting there at the dining room table and she goes, he's right there. And, and they... They, cu- they cut to the face. Every right. single time, I'm like, oh, my God. Even the one where she sees a little boy running through the house and mm-hmm. she opens up the arm where he jumps down. Mm-hmm. Again, really good jump scare. Even, even when he's in the place and he sees the guy playing on the piano, all of a sudden the guy's looking at them. Mm-hmm. So, like, jump scares like that where I feel like The Exorcist wasn't... I wouldn't categorize as jump scares. It was just, like, really fucking creepy. And disgusting at points. Right. Like, not disgusting to gore, like, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but, like... The vomit and... Like, like, that's what... It it didn't feel normal to you. Yeah, yeah, it was more uneasy than it was disgusting. See, but, like, this is gonna sound... Again, this is gonna sound crazy. It's my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I liked Insidious more than Exorcist, but it tells you a lot more about the Exorcist movie, how I didn't even finish the movie because of how scared I actually yeah. was of the movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, that speaks volumes. And sometimes, I don't even, I'm not, I, I don't want to, like, say, like, oh, you're, you, you're not feeling this way, like, to control your emotions, mm-hmm. but sometimes I feel like it's hard to get through stuff that makes you uncomfortable that makes you scared. Mm. So, like, Insidious is hard for me to get to because it makes me so uncomfortable and also scared. So, it almost induces panic within me. Okay. And Exorcist scares me, but does not make me uncomfortable. Okay. If that makes any sense. So, like, I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes it's hard for people to get through stuff that makes them uncomfortable. So, like... Just like the fear of public speaking, I don't even think it's like the fear of public. The fear of public speaking comes from the uncomfortability with public speaking. Okay. So like whether that because you have like a stutter, you have a list, or it's like everyone's staring at me and I might just choke. That uncomfortable feeling. All right. Fun fact, just so you know, the the girl who's playing like the demon in the Exorcist. You know the scene where the bed is shaking? Yeah. She was actually tied down to the bed, and she yeah, hurt she actually, her spine. Yeah, she completely, like, dislocated a couple of discs, because that was, like I said, that's what, what they they tried it. They were like, oh, we're going to try it this way, and the director was like, I don't feel like that looks realistic enough. He's like, I don't feel like that's going to make people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to the point that, like... She got hurt. Yeah. But, like, if you look at... If you look into any horror movies that have to do with, like, poltergeist or, like, anything with, like, angels and demons, something's always going wrong on set. <laughs> like, something is always going wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, to the point that people believe, like, sets are haunted. And I'm like, are sets really haunted? Or is it, like, the energy that you're putting in there and you're so scared of something happening that you end up fucking up? Maybe. I don't know. But, like, so that's just, like, horror. Like, like I said, horror. Like, I wouldn't even be able to choose my favorite horror movie. Like, we literally just had a debate over Insidious versus Exorcist. Exorcist. Yeah. Where I enjoy both. And it's just hard for me to get through Insidious versus Exorcist. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, I enjoy Saw movies. Not, not, not. So this is the thing. I enjoy, like, the first two of the Saw franchise. And the last one that was Jigsaw, I enjoyed those the most. I feel like everything in between, it was like, how can we shock the audience even more? Like do something how gruesome. can we be more gruesome so that we're not rated NC-17, but just enough to make people be like, 
ill, you know? Yeah. But that, but I enjoy like the psychological part of those couple of movies. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's like you know you can always argue about what which is the best Halloween movie, and I'm like, out of fifty five of them, which one are we choosing? Like, <laughs> do you want to go with the original because it was the original and it's like it introduced. Michael Myers to everyone introduced Jamie Lee Curtis to everyone mm-hmm. are we gonna go with the Rob Zombie remake because it actually delved into who Michael Myers was mm-hmm. or are we gonna go with the very last one where basically Jamie Lee Curtis gets her revenge on Michael like which one are we gonna go with H2O we definitely not gonna go with H2O we're not going with it are we gonna go Halloween Resurrection is that the one with Bus Rhymes and, and um, Tyra Banks I so I don't know. think we're gonna go with that one either. Like, mm-hmm. so it's like, which one do you choose? But you'll have some people be like, you like all Halloween movies are great. Like they're cult classics, and that's when you fall into that room of a cult classic. Like, which is like always so aggravating for me when you talk about cult classics. It's like, okay, if we, if I, when I look at a lot of cult classics and I watch them literally because I'm like, I just want to see what they're about, and I like films, and I'm like. Donnie Darko like I didn't understand it I didn't really like it I like always fall asleep on it like mm-hmm. but then you have stuff like Pulp Fiction and that that is my jam like I love Pulp Fiction you have stuff yeah. like Fight Club I love Fight Club and those are all considered like cult classics or whatever so it's like what what movie is like you can't say something is the best you can mm-hmm. say something is the best in its genre and then and for the time then people being, will you will still you will still have opinion on it but like this is this is the one thing that i i say is like let's say we were categorizing the movies let's let's take away best picture mm-hmm. if we go into best action movie here are all the action movies that came out for the year and then which one caught your attention the most and then after it caught your attention what numbers did they do mm-hmm. and then after we caught the wh- what numbers they did is like what makes this movie great and better than the other ones mm-hmm. so like I just feel like at a, on a filmmaker's like you're not supposed to judge someone's filmmaking but like I can tell you scenes from movies that I think are absolutely amazing mm-hmm. and then it's just like did, did these movies do something that are absolutely amazing? Like, I'm not trying to judge a movie just based on its one scene, but, like... Or just based on whether it's aesthetically pleasing or not? No, because... Like, Avatar. I thought Avatar is very aesthetically pleasing. The one with the blue people? Yes. But, like, would I watch it again? No. I, I felt offended watching that movie. It was Pocahontas redone. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, but, it's things like that. Like, like, that movie was aesthetically pleasing. That's what I'm saying. And, like, it, and it had a great story, but I was just like... Did eh. it? Technically, yes. Did it? I mean, it, it was following the formula. Yes. White people are the protagonists who are going to save us. Yes. But it followed the formula. But then he ends formula. up disrupting it anyway because he ends up making himself part of the whole Avatar universe. and then. But, like humans are coming there because like basically earth is like stealth destructing so he's screwing up two 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 type of races at the same time yep so like but i i i don't think i like aesthetically it's a good movie but it what was the best moment when he connected to the tree yes 
and then with his tail because you know that when he connects like he he's connect like he synergizes with yeah. them like that was like a great scene i just don't think that movie was better than other movies yeah but maybe like you can't compare it because I don't know the movies that came out that year to compare it to. True. So, like, this year, if I was to compare... What action Black... movies came out this year? <laughs> Infinity Wars, Black Panther, Bad Mary, or whatever the, um... It was with, um... The chick from Empire, she came out with her movie where she pays like a female hit woman. That came out. You had Widows... Um, I don't think it made it in time to be considered, like, be part of the nominations. But, yeah, mm-hmm. Widows was also, like, an action movie. So, it's like, out of all the movies that I've seen, I think you know Black I mean. Panther... <laughs> Black Panther was the best mm-hmm. one. True. Like, to give you a better example, I, I know I'm, a lot of my friends, if they listen to this, who watch anime, they only get a lot of shit, but... I don't think Dragon Ball Z was a fantastic movie whatsoever. But it has so many different hair colors. <laughs> like, like if I was to compare Dragon Ball Z to Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm trying to be unbiased as possible. What did Dragon Ball Z do better than Spider-Man? And, like, the only thing I can say was at the end when... Spoiler alert, I'm going to just put it there if you didn't watch the movie, even though you should have. It's already, what, February 25th? But it's, what is it? Goku goes back and talks to Brawly and tells him, I want to train with you. Yeah. It's like, And gives okay. them all those little, like, beans and stuff so they have shelter, food, and everything like that. And I'm just like, this is basically a giant Dragon Ball Z episode. That's it. So to me, but were, was Brawly in other episodes? No, he's he's now part of the the canon universe. I believe I'm saying that wrong, but he's part of like the now the storyline. Yeah. Okay. So he's part of the storyline, and so is Gogeta. Okay. So I'm just like, okay, cool. Now, the movie was visually appealing. The fight scenes were great, but you didn't do anything for this, like telling me a story. No, there was yelling and fighting the entire time. And I'm just like, I don't... Like, I can see the appeal for people who like shows like this, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, you're not telling me a story. Yeah. You didn't So, change. like, for me, as a person who does not watch Dragon Ball, my one thing was like, okay, it shows them, Brawly gets sent away because his father was like... Because they wanted to kill him because, like, he was going so at such high rate than what... Vegeta or was it Goku? No, Vegeta, know. Vegeta. Yes, right? And then you flash to Goku's parents, and then it gives you a time jump, but it's like, I wasn't reintroduced to who anyone was. I had to wait for them to call each other by name, so I'm literally like, okay. And in my head, I'm like, so when did Vegeta and Goku become friends? Oh, like, <laughs> that's when you watch the show. That's but, why you but have that's to watch the show. Yeah, but I'm saying like, but when you watch... The movie. Spider-Man... Mm-hmm. Right, it connects a lot more. Like it explains a lot. More. It explains a lot more because, like, you know, I don't know. Spoiler alert: When you find out Peter Parker and his universe dies, and then that whole the 
everything's happening and then he runs into the other Peter Parker from a different universe it's not just like oh that Peter Parker pops up and they don't go into what universe he is it's just like oh it's another Spider-Man which that's what it kind of felt like when I was watching Dragon Ball mm. so it's like they thank you for the time jump but with the hell who, who is this like you knew it was Brawley on when, when it shot back to him because they were on that different planet and they explained that yes but, like, Goku and Vegeta, all of a sudden, they're on Earth. You have some girl with pink, blue hair, whatever. Some kid with green hair. And some dog-looking thing that reminds me of Egyptians. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, so who's who? And I'm waiting for them to say their names. And, like, kind of in the back of my head, like, I've I've watched maybe one Dragon Ball episode, like, falling asleep on it. So I'm like, I think the guy in the orange jumpsuit is Goku. Or maybe that's his son. Or something, because I remember I think the universe, like the timeline I was watching, was like it was his son and Goku, like was there but not there, or whatever. And I was like, well, where's the Green Lizard Man? Because I've always seen the Green Lizard Man, mm-hmm. and he popped up at the very end. I was like, okay, where are you at? Like, I feel like you uh, were thrown into a movie that didn't explain everything. But on the other side, I don't feel like Dragon Ball was like for the casual watcher. It was. It, it, was, it was made for fanboys. Like yes. it, it really was made for fanboys. And for that applause, you did it okay. Because when we went, there was a bunch of fanboys in there. And as we were leaving, you're like, "What did you think?" I was like, "It was yelling, hair changing colors. There's some green lizard and a little like small gray man that mm-hmm. looked like some type of I don't know Frieza. Yeah, <laughs> you know." But the fanboys as we were leaving, they're like, oh my god, that was awesome. And I was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm, cool. You know? Because it didn't tell you, it gave you a, uh, so pretty much all they really did for that movie was, was explain, yeah, Brawley. introduce Brawly, but explain the past because it wasn't properly explained, like this is canon. Mm-hmm. So everything at the beginning is actually part of the main storyline now. So everything with Frieza and him destroying... Destroying the planet. And then um, Goku's parents sending him away. Mm -hmm. And then Vegeta being in the same area as Broly. Okay, that makes sense. All all of that is technically all before the Dragon Ball stuff. Okay. And then after that, you're supposed to watch Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and then Dragon Ball Super. And then once you watch Super and you get to a certain point, I think... um, what is it? After the Tournament of Power? Mm-hmm. After you get past that, that's when you're supposed to watch the Brawly movie. I believe that's where it takes place. Okay. And then you're supposed to, like, continue. Okay. So, like, the, the reason that they didn't explain it, again, the movie is for fanboys. <laughs> so, you have to watch all of that to get the in-betweens and figure out all the characters and mm-hmm. why all these characters are there. And then you'll know. Okay. So, that makes sense. So, I guess, like... That that was the point of the movie is for fanboys to make stuff canon. I get that sometimes you need stuff to be made canon, mm-hmm. like so. Pe- so fans can stop arguing. Like, no, this is canon. No, that's canon. Okay. What? Oh no, the writer mm-hmm. definitely says what's real. What's yeah, not. but you know, like you still have like people who have their conspiracy theories. Yeah, and all that stuff. Like even like so, I watched Supernatural. It's like on season fourteen. So like there was all these things of who's who, where is God, who like is Chuck God and then they made it canon where they said Chuck is God yeah. here you go and everybody was like thank God we can stop having that conversation you know so like I can understand the point of that movie but like I said like I've watched I, I watched a handful of Dragon Ball episodes I don't even know if it was Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z cause it was just like 
the couple episodes I did watch, I was, like, falling asleep. I was like, there's nothing to watch. I'm like, yo, why is this little silver man and this kid with crazy hair got beef? Like, I don't understand. Like, they never, like, explain it in the cartoons, really. Yeah, but, like, in the movie, <laughs> they kind of explain it. It was like, yo, you destroyed my home planet. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much they it. explained it in the movie, and I'm like, oh, okay, so that's why they don't like each yeah. other. Whereas, like, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, they kind of say in the title, like, oh, Into the Spider-Verse. So, like, automatically as someone who kind of reads comic books or, like, knows a little bit about comic books, you know there's alternate universes within universes, and X-Men is a perfect example. You could open one volume, it could be about... One thing about Wolverine will be true, and then you open a different volume, it's like, and oh, this is no longer true. Right. So, like, it kind of says it in the title, but they made it mainstream enough for a casual per- for a casual watcher to be like, I kind of like Spider-Man. It's kind of cool. I don't know everything about it, but let me go watch it. And they explained enough for the casual watcher, but didn't go too deep into it, so you're watching this cartoon that's three hours long, because, and you're just like, lost me. You mm, see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, I totally get it. So, like, if we were to put that in the best category of best animated film, which one would you say is a better movie? Spider-Man or Dragon Ball? Because if you go by the numbers... What is it? Uh, I think Dragon Ball did more numbers the first week, and then Spider-Man did more numbers, like, the second and third week. Well, wasn't Dragon Ball, like, limited release, and people started pulling it from movie theater? Like, it wasn't, like, a super main release, like, Spider-Man It came out, it technically officially released, like, uh, what are we in? March, it's March 25th, no, February 25th. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say, like, March 15th, March 16th. You mean January 15th? Yeah, no, 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 it came out in, like, February. No, 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 we saw it before Valentine's Day. Oh, then yeah. But I remember, can't... but remember when we were looking for tickets, they had two weeks of limited releases where we right. had to go to certain movie theaters right. to see it. So like that was like the first release. Mm-hmm. That was like the genuine, like the secret, like uh, the first few days, mm-hmm. and then they had the genuine, the general release. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like I think the first week, Dragon Ball did like a million something. Like not, I, it probably did huge numbers. I, I can't give you the exact numbers right mm-hmm. now. But it did huge numbers worldwide compared to Spider-Man, which only did, like, let's say, like, a million for, like, the first three weeks or something like that. So so my challenge about that would be, did Dragon Ball do so, so many better numbers? Because we don't get that very often. And Spider-Man is more a typical superhero movie, and we get that always. So Dragon Ball is like, I sometimes it's like, yeah, catch it when you can, because what if it doesn't do enough numbers, and they're going to pull it from all movie theaters? Because, you know, they're good about that. They will rip stuff out of movie theaters real quick, fast, in the hurry to make room for other stuff. See, but my thing is, like, it's not even about the numbers at this point, because mm-hmm. they both did really good numbers. Yeah, no, but I'm saying... It's about you, the story. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, because you brought up the numbers for the first week, and that's why I said... My challenge on that would be, did they do, did Dragon Ball do better numbers the first week? Because people who are into Dragon Ball are not used to seeing it released mainstream that way. Oh, so my, that's why I said my challenge for you would be, did Dragon Ball do better numbers the first week? Because people who are into Dragon Ball are not 
used to seeing it release mainstream the way it was. So it's one of those things like, I need to go see it while I can, while I know it's in movie theaters before it gets taken out. Whereas with Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, yes, it was animated in the last couple of Spider-Man films we've seen have been live action, Mm -hmm. but it's still typical action superhero comic book movie so it's kind of like people people are going to constantly trickle into that so there's never really that threat of it being yanked from the movie theater okay um i feel like it's more of like people went to watch the dragon ball movie mm-hmm. because it was just like this big thing like oh my god like dragon ball z is actually in the movie theaters. that's what i'm saying like you're not and used to being a main it's release. that and then oh my god, this is actually really part of the story and it's not like the bullshit DVDs from the 90s. <laughs> so that's why I think... Or you watching some guy on YouTube. What do you try, mean? Try and connect all the dots and like talk oh, about things. Yes. No, like, there, there isn't any... Cons- like, the only conspiracy theories that people have are about future stuff or stuff that's happening in the manga. Okay. Like... They, they're never arguing about whether or not this is canon or not. The only people who argue about that are people who don't know. Got so, it. like, to give you an example, um, I, I'm, I can explain it. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, all connect. Those two connect. The only one that doesn't connect because it takes place... It's supposed to take place after Dragon Ball Z mm-hmm. is Dragon Ball GT. And then when that came out and that happened, uh, the creator was like, well, I didn't write that. That's not part of the storyline. That's not part of the like the main thing is that the one with goku's son no that's the part where goku becomes a kid oh i think those are the handful of episodes i've seen yeah so like he's a kid instead of him and like his sons are actually grown up and they're like teenagers and adults yes that that's the handful of episodes i've seen yeah so like that isn't part of it so that isn't part of the story. <laughs> so a lot of people... The, 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 the little bit that I understood, you're like, yeah, no. no exactly. <laughs> so what happens is, this is this is the way how the timeline works, is Dragon Ball Z, uh, and then it's supposed to be... GT is supposed to happen right afterwards, okay. but there's a p- time period that it skips. Like, let's say, like, five years or something. So the way how the writer That's fixed it... That's a lot of time it, to skip. The way how the writer fixed it is... Well, right after Z, Dragon Ball Super happens. So, technically, because Super happens, GT is irrelevant now because they all have different forms in Super instead of GT. That just gave me a headache. Just like, this exists and this doesn't... It's like... X-Men Days because, of Future Past. Yes, like, but, like, think like, about it this way. Think like, about hey, it this way. Like, hey, I know you had those first three X-Men movies that you kind of love, but we're going to do Days of Future Past, and none of that happened. But think about it this way. All right. I wrote a story. I wanted it to end here. My producers and, like, the manga company didn't want me to stop there. All right. Money. They they want more money. I'll make another story. Added another story. I don't want to write any more stories. I'm done writing this story. They're like, okay, I'll just hire somebody else to finish your story. And then they fuck up your story. And you're like, damn, now I want to come back and fix my story. You know what? I am. Here we go. This is irrelevant because I didn't make it. Okay, that's valid. That's practically all it is. But still, like... like that's why It's I, a little confusing. That, but that's why I said, like, for me personally, I, I, I would pick Spider-Man because, like... E- I feel like even if I like knew nothing of Spider-Man, knew nothing of really comic books, I could it follow you. it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can actually follow it more. So, like, my whole thing is, like, 
if we if, again, but if we I mean, come back for to me, like, they both were aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, like the like you said, like the fight scenes. I was like really into it because I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Of course, part of it was like, what color is their hair going to change next? <laughs> but like, but like again, that goes into the sex of like being able to like from an action standpoint, like tell that story. Right. You know. Even though, like, it was, like, I understand where Frieza was, like, I'm gonna kill your dad and be like, oh, my God, Brawly, he got hit by a strength. That was great. That was, yo, Frieza actor should have won an award. All the awards. Best actor, best lead actor. Did you hear me, like, completely start cackling at that point, though? Like, because I was just, like, what? And then it has, and, but the best part about that whole thing and like even that someone who wasn't into Dragon Ball Z like I appreciate it was when he's like how do I get him to go Super Saiyan and it has like that semi flashback of like mm-hmm. someone being killed and all of a sudden they go Super Saiyan and he's like aha <laughs> <laughs> he goes He's like, Brawly, your father got hit by a stray ray. Oh, what will you do? And then Brawly goes super sad. Frieza's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't think it was meant to be a comedic genius, but like, it was great. So, like, it goes back down to, like, what I was saying earlier. Like, if you compare Spider-Man to Dragon Ball, it's like, what gave you the better story? What gave you the better, like, hey, you can pick up this movie, you can understand it, it explains everything to you, and now, here's a very deep emotional story that happens. Mm -hmm. And I feel like some movies, like don't do that and then that that's why i would i feel like people will always come back to the challenge of are we talking about the casual watcher are we talking about someone who's already invested into Into this story okay because i can i i can't guarantee you but i i i can pretty much think that like if you ask like the people like the fanboys who are really into dragon ball and everything and you're like which one was better spider-man or dragon ball they'll definitely they, say dragon they'd be like, ball brawly's canon yo like <laughs> <laughs> why are you even asking me this mm-hmm. like did you see the hair changes did you see the dragon ball mm-hmm. frieza decided not to get taller like i don't understand that part <laughs> of it but like they were they are emotionally invested in that in Dragon Ball. So, like, they automatically be like, oh, my God, everything that I want to be can't, everything right. everything that I want to be less confusing is now done. And now there's no more, like, oh, what's canon? What's not canon? What's existing? What? So, like, they would... And there there may be some, like, fans that would be like, no, I like Spider-Man more. Right. But I feel, like, if you, if you want to look at the movies, like, take, if you try to take as much bias out as possible... Mm-hmm. And let's look. Like, you can't even just say, like, the cat. Like, I, I really like giving the example of the casual goer. Mm-hmm. But it's like, here's a movie. It tells you what it's about. Here's what it is about. Yeah. And then you decide. And then here's a movie that doesn't tell you what it's about. Mm-hmm. And then here you go. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like a good example of that would be, like, the X-Men movies. Because casual moviegoers were, com- like... The X-Men franchise <laughs> in general. So like you had you had the first, the second, third, which was mm-hmm. like which was your plot line? <laughs> Game Ram Mutants or Phoenix? Which one is it? Like I feel like they threw Phoenix in there just because they're like shock value. And then 
you have them reinvent the X-Men universe, but not really even reinvent it. They're going back into the past of it. And then they come out with Days of Future Past, which basically erases the first three movies. They're like, nothing ever happened. This is done because we mm-hmm. fucked it up. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you just like, so I feel like X-Men's like, the casual goes is like, what's, what's happening? happening? And the people who are into comic books like, what the flying fuck? Right. You know, and then then you have the runoffs of like Wolverine did so great, so they're like cash cow, we're gonna bank out before Hugh Jackman gets too old to do this anymore. And mm-hmm. then you come up you come out with stuff like Wolverine. Origins, X-Men Origins Wolverine. And it's like people are into comic books like, okay, so I get that Sabretooth and Wolverine both have claws coming out of the hand, but they're not related. Mm-hmm. And then they introduce like a really shitty version of Deadpool. So you have the casual girl who are like, um, what it is going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, okay, what's happening? I'm so confused. Like, there's so many plot holes in this. Huh? Like, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So that's why I said, like, excellent. Like, it's the whole universe. So, like, let's the... say, let's, like, let's, let's give another comparison. Would you compare Black Panther to the X Men movies? You would think Black Panther is a much better movie, yes. correct? Yeah, hands down. That that's what I'm saying. Like, if we were to compare like movies that came out in the, the yeah right in the same categories, you would say so and so movie is yeah. better. Yeah, just like if you compare like Spider Man movies, right? Even though I can't compare because I have an emotional attachment to most of the movies, but, even the first three. Yep, I love Tobey Maguire. How many? How many have they came? I mean, because like, they keep like is Spider Man like, one. Um, that's the one with the Green Goblin with Tobey Maguire. Yes. Spider-Man 2 is the one with Dr. Octopus. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3 is the one with Sandman and Venom, which is the yes. one that everybody says is terrible. Yes. Yes. I was like... And then you came back, and then they re-released they Spider-Man it. with they that. They made it with the amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yes. I forgot the kid's name. He had a... Uh, I don't even know the main villain in the first one. He, I thought he was a pretty Jamie good Jamie Foxx was in one of those, I think, yes, right? Yes, he was yes. in the second one. He was Electrode. Yes. And then that was the second one. They didn't come out with a third one. They got canceled because it didn't do that well at the box office. Right. And then, and then and see, Marvel was yeah, like, hey, like, if you give us Spider-Man, man, we can, can make it great. Right. And then you came out with Homecoming. Which I didn't watch because I thought it was a Netflix series. Really? Like, the way how it was portrayed, it was like, it seemed like it was coming out on Netflix to me. And I was just like, oh, I'll definitely watch this on Netflix. Because now he's going to meet the Defenders. And he's going to be originally part yeah. of the Defenders. And meet Daredevil and actually be a good superhero. And then I found out it was a movie. And I was like, oh. Uh. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I I feel... I don't know. Like, if you're, thinking, if you're talking about comic book movies, you can definitely be like, there's the bomb of the barrel. Mm-hmm. And they're like the shining stars, right? Because you can even go into like current day interviews where you're talking about Iron Man movies. Like you can you can rank those. I feel like pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Of course, some people will have debate on it, but like I feel like they're pretty easily ranked. And you, even when you think about Captain America, you can rank those as well. So that's why, like, I do see what you're saying. Where like if it's within the same category, it's a lot easier to be like, oh, this trumped this, right? Like, if you think of Avengers, Infinity War versus Black Panther. Right. Who would win? And I feel like people say either one would win for different reasons. I feel like you probably would say Infinity War because Thanos won at the end. Right. Or so we think. (laughs) 
uh-huh. <laughs> and where Black Panther is like, oh, you was getting by the whole movie. All of a sudden, you decide to stab him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and where I would be like, oh, I'm kind of like I I would I wouldn't be able to choose because I like them both for very different reasons. Right. Like I like it because of the fact that Thanos did win, and you're like, oh my god. <sighs> I can't believe this actually happened. What was the whole point of getting Stormbreaker and you basically burning yourself and you can't even kill the man? Like, frustration 101. Mm-hmm. You know? And the Black Panther, like, I look at it and be like, oh, representation, we needed that. Aesthetically, it's so pleasing. Mm-hmm. And, like, for those reasons, you know? They told, they, they told similar stories, but two different stories, all at the same time. Right, but then, this is what I'm saying, like, like I said earlier... Does the green? I don't think the Green Book deserves the award, and I don't think Black Panther deserves mm-hmm. the award because it's like, here's subtle racism, and then here's Black community. Do, should you win it because it's politically correct, like Black community, mm-hmm. or should they win it because it's subtle racism and that's what's always been winning? And I feel like neither should win, and they should like again. These movies are put in their own categories, mm-hmm. and they like I believe Black Panther won quite a few awards. Yeah. But, like, best picture, I feel like you just can't say there's a best picture of the year. Like, Mm -hmm. there is no movie that's the best picture because it's very, again, opinionated. Mm -hmm. But, like, I can tell, like, you you have five, like, I'll just put it like this. Best picture are probably the five best movies of the year. Mm -hmm. And here's the reasons why they're the five best movies. Yeah. And then if you have terrible movies, I can tell you why they're terrible movies. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't. I don't feel like any movie should win Best Picture. I that, and that's what I, I guess that's what I was kind of getting at, or didn't realize I was getting at. But like, I kept kind of like talking about like that's why I said cat like the categories and the the different themes or whatever of each movie. Award a Best Picture in that because then it's like it's more comparable. You can kind of do a breakdown of everything like mm-hmm. horror movies, Best Horror Movie of the Year. Actually, best action movie of the year. What makes it great? Like, was it the shots? Was it the angles? Was it the fact that like it was high paced throughout, and like there was never mm-hmm. a moment of you going like, "I'm bored with this film." Because I feel like watching an action movie, there should never be a moment where you're like, "I'm bored with this scene." You know, like to even me- if it's dialogue, it should be a dialogue leading to something, and you being like, "Oh, what's gonna happen next? What are they talking about?" Like for me, I like Split is a good movie. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I got bored of it mm-hmm. throughout the movie and like you were there I fell asleep Yeah, and I was just like you already did this joke you already told me this you already went to the therapist I'm kind of tired of seeing this yeah and like I really enjoy Split and I can agree with you that it did lag like I feel like there's 30 minutes of movie that can either be taken out or you filled it with something else and what I would have preferred it be filled with they they kind of graced over the different vlogs he had for the different personalities I would gladly watch 30 minutes of that, of them going through the different personalities, like they did in Glass. You saw so many more of his personalities. I was like, you needed this in the first film. Mm-hmm. And I think that was my issue with Glass. I felt like Glass kind of like lagged. I'm like, that little section of him going off and having different personalities, and I get the reason why I kept going to different personalities, because every time the light flashed, a different personality would come into the light. But, like, they didn't have to show it that way with him, you seeing, like, in, like, live happening. Just go into the vlogs. Actually talk about the vlogs and, like, you get better understanding 
of like, oh, that's what makes like those are his different personalities. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I totally agree with that. Like, I don't think last... I, mean, I, I don't think he had to go to his to his psychiatrist three different times because she figured out on like what the second time she was like, oh, that was intentional. That's mm-hmm. not who he said. He's not who he says he is because blah blah blah. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, so we know this. So are you going to investigate? And they kept showing her going back to seeing him write the emails, and she would call him. He'd be like, "Oh no, I, I'm, I'm fine now." Okay, so clearly you know something's up. So are we gonna investigate? You know where he works. Yeah, that's my thing. I didn't think Glass was a terrible movie. I just wish it, it would have gave us more, if that makes sense. Like, if I take out the fact that it was like supposed to be like this fantastic movie, if I take like take out every trailer you saw about that movie. And just think of it as, like, a split, the second version, mm-hmm. but a more realistic superhero movie. Yeah. Like, something that would happen in modern day. Yeah. And I feel like portraying it the way how, like... It, like, the way how I feel like the movie was portrayed mm-hmm. was... was the character from um, Mr. Mr. Glass? Yeah. I feel like the movie was portrayed the same way how he actually sees the world. Yeah. Well, and that's well, that's because like Unbreakable was in Bruce Willis's pr- right. perspective. Split was in um, James McAvoy's perspective. But Mr. Glass was also in Unbreakable. Yeah, but that's why they're saying like it was. So that's why they make the reference of it's an origin story because in Unbreakable Glass is the main villain mm-hmm. so that's why it's technically an origin story because it kind of goes back to Glass because he's yeah. kind of like the one who started it all yeah but like my thing is remember how in the movie he says he thinks superheroes are real, real and then they're always being killed off yeah. And like superheroes, like comic books are based off of like true yeah. stories. I feel like that movie really like showed like, hey, maybe comic books are real and we have a hidden society that yeah. kills off superheroes because who- superheroes aren't that very well hidden. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you if you look at it in that type of way, mm-hmm. it's a good movie. But if you look at it just in like a genuine casual way, it's not a good movie. Yeah. I definitely feel like you have have to understand that that universe to get it mm-hmm. and to like appreciate it and then M. Night Shyamalan takes like 10 years practically to make a sequel yeah we'll probably get a six cent sequel in 2020 probably <laughs> that man I think he made one great movie and then everybody was like that? isn't that the sixth sense or something like that I don't I don't watch he M. made Shyamalan. six cents Unbreakable, Split, Glass, Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, I don't watch M. Night Shyamalan movies because of the Avatar The Last Airbender. That, he did that, such... That, that movie was so problematic, Let me, let me tell you the one scene that's like, that's just so problematic. There's a scene where, um, it's supposed to be Katara on the ship helping mm-hmm. the elf, Earthbenders yeah. escape the ship. And what she's supposed to do is, she's explaining to them, like, this is me- this metal is actually earth mm-hmm. and then literally they're on like they're not even on a ship they're literally on the ground just chained up and they have access to all the rocks they can earth bend whenever they feel like it and they just don't and i'm like this doesn't make any sense it's like kanye would say slavery was a choice <laughs> wow <laughs> yo leave my man alone he came out with that new beat that song is gonna be fuego okay sure yo don't say nothing when you jam into it okay anyway 
Actually, this is something that's... Now that you brought up Kanye, this is something that's been bothering me. People on Twitter have been saying, oh, he just came out with a new beat. Y'all forget that he wore a MAGA hat. And I'm just like, niggas was still wearing Yeezys when he was wearing the MAGA hat. What are you complaining about? Yeah, what are they complaining about? People still... All his drops still sold out. All, all, I think only one, one of his drops didn't sell out, just one, but all the rest of the drops sold out. And I just don't uh, like. There's some people that are so woke that they're not woke anymore, and like it just doesn't make sense to me. So like, like the Earthbenders. Yes. Fucking Earthbenders can't Earthbend because they're shackled, but they still Earthbend when they get uh, like, but they're still shackled. But oh I remember, God. I remember watching that cartoon and that scene like resonating in me mm-hmm. because they're on the ship, they have the coal, and Katara has all the coal fall onto the thing, and they're just so scared of like their families being like hurt because of it, and they're just so unwilling. And like in the cartoon, like as a cartoon that resonated more than when I I was like that's when I saw it live action I was like and there goes the neighborhood mm-hmm. where I feel like Avatar the cartoon was amazing like it was so like aesthetically it was appealing you know I couldn't really jam with Avatar what was the second one? Legend of Korra. Legend of Korra. Couldn't really jam with that because the reason why I liked Avatar The Last Airbender like I liked the fact that like it was so far in the past and everything like that. Like, I enjoyed that of it. Mm-hmm. Like, the time period piece of it. And then with Korra, like, I enjoyed Korra for different reasons, but I couldn't get into it as much as I could with The Last Airbender. Also, there was a plot hole because when you go through the cycles of Avatar The Last Airbender, she wasn't supposed to be a waterbender next. What was it supposed Earth. to be? Oh. And I was like, she's a waterbender? What? What were we doing? I said, y'all forgot your own plot? <laughs> Maybe they had a different writer, and then the original writer is going to come back and be like, I didn't make Legend of Korra. That's not part of the main story. I'm going to fill in all the gaps now. <laughs> and then we're going to finally learn about what happened to Zuko's And partner. guess what? She's a lesbian. Yeah. And that's why I also thought, I thought we were also going to find out what happened to Zuko's mom, but do we really? I don't even remember if we found out. Uh, probably season two of Legend of Korra, but I never watched it. I need to watch it. I mean, it's 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 good. I mean, I saw the up to I seen season one up to the part with Amon, and I had so many theories about who Amon was. Yes, that and I think that's where they lost me too. Really? Well, no, I I know who Amon is. I found out yeah. that. Did no, you no, find no, out it's who the he water was? Bender who yes. bends the blood. But yes. like, I had so many theories. But I like, when like, it was happening, I was like, Who could all, it be? No, but not even who could it be. But I was flashing. I was like, This nigga's a bloodbender. I know he's bloodbender. I know he's a nah, bloodbender. And when I it came out, I was. like, Nah, I didn't want He's it to been be blocking the chakras the whole time. I didn't want it to be that because I wanted to be the old guy who was training Aang in the mountains, who was training him about the chakras, and then he's gonna be like, um, nah, that's not what I wanted you to do. I wanted you to kill the firebender. It's all about peace, and you need to end his tyranny. And then he who's Boomy? No, not Boomy. It oh, was the his... old guy who taught him about the chakras to Aang. Okay, 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 yeah. That's yes. who I wanted it to be. I also wanted it to be, uh. Well, he never earthbended, but I wanted it to be King Boomy. Yeah. 
I also wanted to be um, the cabbage guy. That would have been such a twist. Like, my cabbages! And then he finally reeks out his revenge. And that would have been like... Pew, pew, pew. It would have just been amazing. Like, oh, look, it's the cabbage guy. And the reason he's seeking out revenge is... Like, I would have been upset about that. But I would have been like, that's hilarious. The cabbage guy. Oh, my God. But, you know, in Night Shyamalan ruined Avatar Last Airbender. Yeah. Like, you had three books and a movie. And, like, you, you had from... a lot to base it off of. And oh. you just did a terrible job. And you whitewashed it. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, nothing you can do. Nothing new? <laughs> Is no, that I said nothing you can do about that. True. So, we're going to end it here. Mm-hmm. Great talk about movies. Mm-hmm. Till next time, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>